want to go live on video but are a bit unsure where to start? Or maybe you already go live a lot but you are scared to sell. Download for free the Live Authentic Storytelling Guide. Six steps to infuse storytelling into your live videos. You'll get practical structure to help you convert your audience from raving fans to loyal customers. Go to www.livestorytellingguide.com and get your free guide today. Today, we're going to talk about something that I hear struggling entrepreneurs say all the time. I can't afford it. This is the Creative Soulpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Demas. Let's go. I can't afford it. How many times have you heard yourself say this or think it? Daily? Hourly? Every other minute? That one statement alone is keeping you stuck. When I was a struggling actor, notice the word is struggling, I would go through periods of high highs and low lows financially. And when I was working, everything seemed great. Like, really great. I loved what I was doing. I enjoyed the process. I felt confident. And then when I wasn't, it was horrible. And the truth was, it always seemed horrible. Because even when I was working, even when I thought I was in some high, 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 and enjoying the process, I was constantly worried about my next gig and my next paycheck. I had to save money. I couldn't spend it on anything. I was in a constant state of lack and overwhelm regarding my finances. And if it came out of my mouth one time, it came out a hundred times. I can't afford it. I can't afford to do that. Can't afford to go there. Can't afford to eat there. Can't afford to live there. I remember one time between acting jobs in my early 20s, I was so poor that I ate crackers and butter for an entire week. Salting crackers with butter. Well, I don't think it was real butter. I think it was margarine. Slapped all over it. And that's what I ate for an entire week. I literally couldn't afford anything else. My bank account was empty. And at that time, I had one credit card and it was maxed the hell out. And I, I was too proud to call my parents. Really, truly too proud. They, they had the money. They could have sent me some money, but I was too proud, too scared, honestly, of being considered a failure to ask anyone for help. I couldn't afford it. The help I actually needed wasn't financial. It was spiritual. I held a belief that if I was to be an actor, I was to be poor. To be or not to be? No, it was never a question. I believed it to be true. And that came from a belief that my parents had taught me, honestly. As much as I love them, and I really, really do, not only did I live in a house where money didn't grow on trees, and we were asked if we were born in a barn when we left the door open and yelled at that money was going out, we were wasting it by keeping the door open. But when I came to tell them that I wanted to be an actor professionally, my father told me that it was basically insanity and that I'd starve and I should become a lawyer since I love to argue so much. 
and talk so much. Well, here I am still talking. <laughs> now, okay, in retrospect, this was his fear talking, his fear. He grew up in a single mother household. He slept on a couch for his entire childhood. He did not have a bed. And while he never said, he never said it, I know at times food was scarce. And despite his ability to overcome poverty, because that's basically what he grew up in, and carve out a beautiful life for himself and provide for our family in big ways, my deciding to choose a profession that was not typical and not safe, keyword safe, was very triggering for him. And the words, those words, his words became embedded in me. Now also understand I came from prairie people. My great grandmother came across the country in a covered wagon. This survival mode, this instinct runs deep, generations back deep. These words, these thoughts, they fired together in my brain and became my beliefs. And then I began manifesting my beliefs. The struggle is real, as they say, because I believed it to be so. Do you do the same? Do you struggle because you believe that you should be? Perhaps you believe that you should be a spiritual renunciate, my spiritual folk, right? That I should not be charging or I shouldn't be charging that much, that I need to be for everyone. I can't afford not to take this client or that client. I've got to. All of this is scarcity mindset. So coincidentally, once I began to run a theater company and had a six-figure salary and benefits is when my dad finally was like, oh, okay, I guess this is going to work out. But here's the thing. Before I could get that job, that six-figure salary with benefits job that I got, I had to shift my belief. I had to shift my perception that I could make money, that I should make money, that I was value, that what I did was of value. So I ask you, what are your beliefs around money? So here are some ways it may show up in your business. Have you said you can't afford any of the following? Number one, not hiring a virtual assistant or your first full-time employee, doing everything yourself. So let me ask you, can you really not afford a virtual assistant? There are people out there for five, $8 an hour, $12 an hour. The time you would get back is so much more valuable than the money you would put out. So can you not afford it? Maybe you can't afford not to. Number two, maybe it comes in the form of a fear of running Facebook ads or Google ads. I get that. When I first started, I was like, oh, I don't know. Now, I want to say this. You must go learn how to do them. The fastest way to lose money on the internet is on a Facebook ad if you don't know what you're doing. But once you do, what if you could triple your money? Would it be worth it to you to put out that money up front to get triple back? It's like gambling, only a for sure bet. Once you got it down, it's amazing. Or maybe it comes in the form of, you can't use an expensive platform like Kajabi. I hear this a lot. It's too expensive. Kajabi's too expensive. 
Kajabi is an all-in-one system that I absolutely love because it simplifies everything. You're not trying to piece everything together and piecemeal it and put it together. And I mean, the frustration that I had when I first started my business because I wasn't on that, I can tell you how much time and money I saved by switching to Kajabi. And if you're wondering what the hell is he talking about this Kajabi, it's an all-in-one platform for all of your needs, everything from courses to sales pages to back-end offers. It's really just a great, great, great platform for all of your needs. Your website, everything can be hosted on Kajabi. I'll put a free trial in the show notes so you can click on it and give it a look, give it a go. Uh, I think that you'll find that it saves you so much money and so much time. And time, my friends, is money. I'm telling you, before Kajabi, I wanted to throw my computer across the room in frustration. And since being on it, I no longer want to throw things. I don't want to throw my computer across the room. I don't want to cry. (laughs) Kajabi's the way to go. Or maybe number four, It shows up in not investing in your business education. It's too expensive. That course is too expensive. That coach is too expensive. Yep. Another way of looking at I can't afford it is when you say that's too expensive. I remember when I started my online business, I invested immediately, almost $20,000 in my education. Now, I was scared shitless when I did this because that's a lot to invest up front. But I knew from past experience that when I invest in myself, I always make it back. And let me tell you, my stomach was in knots when I did it, when I, when I decided to do it, it was like my stomach, even, even knowing that in the back of my brain, my stomach was still like, Oh, what am I doing? But guess what? I more than doubled my investment immediately within the first year. Why? I stepped up. So what if you could more than double your investment in your education? Would it be worth it then? Could you afford it then? Another thing I hear is, number five, I can't go on a vacation. Can't go on a vacation. The time off is part of the work. Let me say that again. The time off is part of the work. Oh, but I can't afford it because then I won't have my one-on-one client. Well, then I can't. You need the time off to recharge the new great million-dollar idea that's going to come to you is going to happen in the quiet, not in the busy doing. It happens when you're on the beach, relaxing, or whatever that vacation is for you. That's my vacation. (laughs) I love a beach vacation. I'm about to go on one to Mexico for that very reason. There are many other ways that it could appear and likely does appear. What I want you to do is to begin to cultivate awareness around it. Because the first steps, and I reiterate, the first step really, is that awareness is key. Noticing. And then once you've noticed that you're saying, I can't afford it, or that's too expensive, or any other iteration, variation of that theme, is by asking yourself, well, what's underneath that? What is this fear? Where does it come from? Is it even mine? 
my dad still creeps into my head every now and again. And I have to say, hmm, okay, that's my dad's fear. That's not my fear. That's the belief that I have taken on. How do I dismantle that belief? I do that by choosing a new belief and really choose it and believe it because it comes from a feeling state, choosing another frequency. It is 100% completely possible for you to find the awareness, to figure out the fear, to move through it, to have a new belief, to choose it, to feel it, to believe it. And gratitude for what you do have in your life. Look around at what you have afforded. You can move through, I can't afford it, to look what I have afforded in my life. And not only the things, it's not about things, the relationships you've cultivated, the business that you do have. So start by beginning to watch your thoughts around money. Notice how often you say, I can't afford it, it's too expensive, etc. And notice the way you talk about money in general. That alone will be revolutionary and begin to shift out of the I can't afford it narrative and into a new one. So if you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to leave us a review. They're so important to me. and I do read them all and they help us get the word out about this podcast. Subscribe, tell your friends and hit me up on the grams, the Instagrams, and let me know your takeaway from this episode.